Good morning. Welcome to worship. I want to begin first by giving a shout out to our new Sunday school teachers who begin um, teaching classes today. And I want to thank them and I'm asking all of you to keep them in your prayers as uh, they work with these students. Our teachers this year are Shelley Gentile, Eric Hoffman, Rebecca Wilhelm, Cindy Burke, Dan Burke, Rebecca Hurt, Ashley Steffens, and Heather Grau. And we are grateful for them taking the time to help us all learn more about God. Now let us begin worship with a confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, you show perpetual loving kindness to us, your servants. Because we cannot rely on our own abilities, grant us your merciful judgment and train us to embody the generosity of your Son. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon, and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They had said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. 
Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. As you bring your child to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with gifts and responsibilities to live with your child among God's faithful people. Bring your child to the Word of God and the Holy Supper. Teach your child the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, the Ten Commandments. Place in your child's hands the Holy Scriptures and nurture your child in faith and prayer so that your child may learn to trust God Proclaim Christ through word and deed. Care for others and the world God made. And work for justice and peace. Today, Cora Marie will be brought forth by her parents and sponsors to become a child of God during the service at faith. These words will be read and her parents will promise before the congregation and before God to raise Cora in the faith but they are not the only ones to promise to support Cora in her faith journey. Cora has sponsors who will also promise to help her live in her baptismal promises. But they are not alone. Each person witnessing Cora's baptism also promises to support and pray for Cora. It is a responsibility that should not be taken lightly. As each of us says the words, we do, we are making a promise to God and to Korah. Even if you are not at faith today to witness this baptism, I'm sure you have been at many baptisms throughout the years. Each time you have promised to be an important part of a child's life. So how do we help those baptized live out their faith? The parable in our reading from Matthew is a good teaching tool, not only for the early disciples, but for us. This is one of many parables Jesus was telling his disciples. The disciples continued to be confused about many things, including how to get into heaven and who is the greatest among them. But now Jesus, who has foretold his death twice, finds that the disciples still refuse to believe him. Jesus was getting frustrated, but was trying his best to be patient. It was hard for the disciples, because Jesus did just the opposite of what most people expected. This parable is a good example. Early in the morning, the landowner hired laborers to work in the vineyard, they agreed to work for the usual daily wage and go out into the field, excited to work and ready for a very exhausting day. As the day goes on, the landowner realized he needed more men to complete the tasks for the day, so he hired more men. He continued to do this throughout the day. Even as late as five o'clock, he took pity on those who still had not found work and gave them something to do. As the sun set, it was time 
for work to come to an end, and for the workers to receive their wages. As Jesus often said, the last will be first, and the first will be last. So the landowner paid those who had just begun working first and gave them the usual daily wage. The workers who had been out in the vineyard since daybreak got excited. They saw those who had worked a couple of hours receiving what they had expected to receive, so that had to mean that they would receive a lot more. Yet when it came time for them to receive their money, they got exactly what they had agreed to work for, the usual daily wage. Wait a minute. They were visibly upset. They worked more hours, so they deserved more money. They complained, but it was no use. The landowner was not going to change his mind. They left grumbling and upset. As we hear this story, how many of us understand why the workers were upset? I'm sure most of us would side with the workers who felt they deserved more money. And that is Jesus' point. God's grace and mercy is beyond human comprehension. God may not always do what we think is right, but God will always do what is fair. God does not choose favorites. God's grace and mercy is abundantly given to everyone, not just to those we feel deserve it. One of the things we promise to help those who are baptized is to work for justice and peace. The parable of the workers in the vineyard is a perfect example of justice. Maybe not the way we would always understand justice, but the way Jesus calls us to work for justice and fairness for all people. Those men who waited in the marketplace to be hired had families to support. They needed work. Their lives and their needs were no less important nor more important than the workers who went out early in the morning. In God's kingdom, all people deserve to be taken care of to the best of our ability. The landowner understood that, and through his generosity, he took care of everyone. We have a choice. We can get caught up in the unfairness of a situation and walk away complaining like the workers, or we can rejoice in the generosity of the landowner. We are all recipients of God's grace and mercy. Grace and mercy that is not deserved, but is bestowed on us by our generous God. That is what we can teach Korah and all our baptized. Jesus came to earth to show us how to live lives where we work for justice and peace for all people, the kind of justice that may not always seem fair, but will always be what our generous God is calling us to do in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Drawn together in the compassion of God, we pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. Generous God, you make the last first and the first last. Where this gospel challenges the church, equip it for its works for service. Strengthen those who suffer for Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Nothing in creation is outside your concern. Help us to know how to tend to it all. May we always respect all you have made. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Where we find envy and create enemies, you provide enough for all. Bring peace to places of conflict and violence. Inspire leaders with wisdom and bless the work of peacekeepers. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Grant life, health, and courage to all who are in need, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. The family of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Zach, Kristen, Josie. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We rejoice with Cora Marie and her family. She becomes a child of God. May we all find ways to support, support her in her faith journey. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We praise you for the generations that have declared your power to us. Give us faithfulness to follow them, living for Christ, until you call us to join them around your throne. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. All these things and whatever else we need, we entrust to you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.